don't call my phone. Workplace informants, man, leave me alone. I'm trying to figure out where we go on the lunch. So me and Crooked Halo can go smoke this blunt. Scamco Incorporated, stay in the conversation. I'm looking for occupations daily at my workstation. There's dream qualifications for only $9. Got scholars living in squalor. Produce the seller hollers. Praying that the car don't die on the road. As I see my supervisor run through the new holes. Owner of the company got coke on his nose. Gently used gift cards about to make me explode. And I'm not that motherfucker that fixed your income. And I didn't make you have four kids with them bums. It's past time that we changed the game. Healthcare in the country is a goddamn shame. And if you think that food workers deserve to be poor, when these shife companies got cheese to pay more, y'all the reason that this nation steady ran by crooks. And until we change the shit, we gon' stake it in jail. So if you don't have no money, don't call my phone. Workplace informants, man, leave me alone. Trying to figure out where we go on the lunch so we can
Okay. He cut you off, man. <laughs> he did, I had man. To. He did. You can't hear it for real. Look, I put my volume. I up. had to. <laughs> what you say, Goldie? All right, so we're going to start over. You ready? All right, so running it back. <laughs> running it back. We, if, if anybody did hear it and you about to hear it again, we apologize, but hey, again. it is what it is. Yo, Judge Radio yeah. presented by Follow Black Dollar, sponsored by Risk for Custom. Go rock with our sponsors. Today we're going to have Lex Vegas in the building. We're going to have another racial roundtable today. Um, unfortunately, we have to do it again. Have to do it again. We have man. to do it again. And we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it until mm -hmm. we see some type of change, man. Absolutely. If, if we got to do two of these a year, if we got to do three of them a year, I, I could have swore I told them, man. If we got to do a bunch of them, you know what I'm saying? We're going to do as many as we need until we start to see major change in this racial climate. You know, so um, I, I definitely want to thank We Up uh, Radio and I want to thank Juke Radio for giving us this platform to have this racial roundtable. So thank you very much for having us. Want to real quick uh, so we can get into it. I want to introduce everybody again. to my left again. <laughs> right, you know, right, 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 right. <laughs> again, you know, um, to my left we got professional wrestler James Lethal. Hey, what's happening? You know what I'm saying, my man. Yes, you know, uh, we got to my further left we got hip hop artist slash producer slash entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. <laughs> we got, we got Waverly no. West, you what know what I'm saying? Waverly yes. West. And, um, and, I'm going to copyright that later, so he's going to owe me for using that. <laughs> right. Hey, I said it first. It's on radio that I said it first. Uh -huh. So you're going to pay me. You're going to pay me. the paperwork All right. in first. And uh, we, I want to get into something with you a little um, in a second, but mm -hmm. I want to introduce my man, Dub Deuce from ATL. Yep, yep. Got the du Deuce and Tika YouTube channel. So if you have not subscribed to that, please go do so right after. After the show to my right we got the beautiful and talented always talking shit ramona stacks <laughs> ramona mother right. and ramona, right. ramona definitely um more more than anything I'm, I'm very glad that you're here because i mean last time that we did the racial round table it was kind of like two-sided we had we had a, a black side we had a white side now to have a latino woman mm -hmm. um that will join in on the conversations is big so now we can get you know a different perspective, different perspective. from a third you know, party. So thank you for giving us your time and coming on in today. You know, right, of course, y'all know me. I'm Lex Vegas, man. I'm ain't no 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 introduction needed. Hold the applause, please. I, I can even hear him clapping at home. It's people all like good. who? No, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit, shit. No, the only people saying who is them husbands that. Be, mm. <laughs> Did, 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 you, did you say Lex? As in Lex Vegas? No, we ain't gonna get into that. Name. We ain't gonna get in. We ain't here for that. We're I not here for that. You know what I'm saying? Goldie in the back, baby. You know what I'm saying? I got it. You know what I'm saying? We've done a lot of we've done a lot of these shows and everything, and I've been on this uh, on this station enough times. And thank you, Goldie, thank you, thank if, if y'all don't know, Goldie's behind the scenes and he's putting in hella work for us. You know what I'm saying? I've been yelling at him for the last like hour, you know, to get things together. But he's he's handling all this. He's keeping everything together, man. So I definitely got to shout you out, Goldie. Thank, thanks for all that you do, man. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Sure. So jumping into it, man. What we want to do is um, we want to we want to present and we want to discuss, you know, the racial climate in America right now, mm -hmm. and and we we want to discuss it from different points of view. We want to discuss it from the white point of view. We want to discuss it from the Latino point of view, and we need to, we want to discuss it from the black point of view. And the whole purpose is to not not to try to overcome one culture with our beliefs but to more understand why 
a certain person feels this way or why a certain person feels that way. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole purpose of me trying to put together these round tables and everything. Who oh, that coming in, man? I don't got, like people. We, we, I don't we, like got, people. we got the illustrious Tino Black. Hold on, Tino yeah. made it? Tino Black is Cause here. Tino, cause Tino told me that he wasn't going to make it, man. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, Tino I'm, Black I'm, is I'm here. I'm a little surprised right now. But, yeah, we got, we got the amazing well, artist Tino Black, you know, that just walked in as well, man. So, so thank you definitely for coming through, man. All right, there we go, man. All right, Son, find, pull up a seat somewhere, or stand up, or kneel, or Kaepernick. I don't care what you do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, okay, so, so the first thing I, I really wanted to get in um, was because, like I said, we've got most of the same crew that we had from last year when we did this, and I want to talk about like the difference or or the the more occurrences that have happened between the last time we all got together and this time we got together. Mm-hmm. So last time we got together, we it was our first time doing it and we were talking about, you know, everything that's been happening. We started from Emmett Till to mm-hmm. Tamir Rice to Trayvon Martin and to Eric Gardner to Michael Brown, you know, and, and it's, it's so it's so bad. Like I'm sitting here as I'm as I'm rattling off these names, I'm sitting there like, man, there's so many names that are and they're just rattling off the tongue. And that that's the reason why we're here right now. You know, so we were talking about that. So between that, between then and now, now we've had, man, we we've got, Brianna Taylor. Hold on, I, I didn't want to get into Brianna because I Brianna mean, is sitting a little is 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 sitting a little close to me right now. Yeah, yeah. But we we've had Brianna Taylor. Okay, we've had George Floyd. Okay, and now we've got Cannon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now. How do you how, how how does it feel to know that we came together a year ago to discuss these topics and instead of seeing change in more ways it seems like we saw an increase. So what I want to do is I want to, I want to start with you, Ryan. Mm-hmm. How how does it feel to to know that you were a part of something, you were a part of of, of an attempted change in a racial climate a year ago? And to see how much it has increased in our eyes between then and now, how does that make you feel? At times, it's discouraging. I mean, it's it is discouraging because um, to be 100% transparent, I'm relatively new to this fight. You know what I mean? So you know, when you start something fresh, you come in with all that fire and flame under your ass, and you come in ready to make change. You gonna change the world? You're gonna, right, you gotta change the world. <laughs> right. You come in, you know what I mean? Tino and I did a song together, Fireworks, Dear thank Black you. America. And, and I wanna thank you yeah. for that, man. We definitely wanna thank you for yeah. Dear Black America, man. Absolutely. Tino needs his flowers for that yeah, for that yeah. song. He, he really brought it together. He was gonna the get his flowers, then he, he was late, get, so I took him back. Hey, man, it was just my goal to just uphold the uh, stereotype. Like in the group chat, somebody somebody had to be on CPT. Somebody, I didn't even give the two hour notice to be like, yo, I might have to come in for my shift. So I was like, you know, in these times, you know, we need consistency. So right. <laughs> when I tell you, Goldie, what was I just preaching to you? Consistency. That's what we was talking right. about. Right. But yeah, I get that. Now, so, Dub, yeah. let me ask you because I want to go, and then I'm gonna go to James. But how, how does yeah. that? How does it make you feel? Like knowing that. You know, a year ago, we were sitting in the same spot, so to speak, mm-hmm. speaking on these same things, and yet it has increased instead of decreased. You know, to be honest with you, it's, you know, like, it feels like any other day because next year we're going to be talking about somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Next year it's going to be the same people on 
clowns on the right, clowns on the left. You got idiots in the middle, and nobody's coming together. You know what I'm saying? We we all got a, our own goals, our own you know what I'm saying thoughts and stuff about it. But until we actually come together, we're not going to get anywhere. So I mean, this is good for the you said pushing things forward. But if you say it takes more than just us in this room, we got to get a coalition yeah. of people together to actually affect some real change. Yeah. That's right. And, and that's so crazy. Clowns on the left, clowns on the right, idiots in the middle, nobody coming together. I'm, I'm about to put that on the T-shirt. I'm about to put that on the T-shirt. I need that. So, so James, let me ask you the same question. James, let me ask you the same question. Like, how does, how does it make you feel? How does it make me feel? Well, you know, before I did that first one, I was kind of... That, that, that was that was quite a lot. You know, it was kind of it was kind of weird because I've never majorly, I've never been involved with anything like that the, the first show. time. You know, so doing this stuff and you know talking to you, and talking to Ryan and and just all my friends, it 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 blows me away on you know what's going on in the world today. It really is. It it, it actually kind of cuts deep because you know I consider Lex one of my best friends. He's my brother. Mm-hmm. I don't care what skin color you are, black, red, orange, brown. You can be Barney the friggin' dinosaur. I don't care. As long as you show me respect, I'll show it back, plain right. and simple. That's what it should be that, across that, the that's board. That's the way. That's the way I was raised <laughs> by my mom and dad. Rest, rest in peace, dad. I love you. Uh, but you know what? Every time we get cut, we always bleed the same color. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're red, white, blue, green, orange. Mm-hmm. We all bleed the same color. Absolutely. Plain and simple. There's only one person in this world that is orange. I want to make that perfectly clear. <laughs> and we don't like that motherfucker <laughs> at all. We don't like him. We don't like all. him yeah, at all. He's yeah, we don't, we don't like the orange guy. guy okay, now, hold on. Hold on, but I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because that brings me into my next, that brings me to my next topic. So I, 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 I was reading, I was researching, you know, a, a bunch of things online. And one of the things that I read online, I Googled, what was the biggest spike in racially motivated incidents? And it came back that the biggest spike in the last 20 years has been 2017 to 2019. Mm-hmm. Now, who got put in office at the beginning of 2017? Yeah. 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 Who, got, who got put in office in the beginning of 2017? FDT. <laughs> but I, like literally, if you, if, and you, can, you, can, you can go ahead and you can Google that. If you Google that, the biggest spike in racially motivated incidents, it comes up that the biggest spike has been 2017 to now. Okay? Which means this guy, Trump, is sparking a lot of these incidents. And, 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 I, and I can hear a bunch of people right now, oh, man, uh. no. Because, and, and, and I can just say that this may be my opinion. Some may agree with it, some may disagree with it. But it, it does seem like since Trump has been in office, a lot more races have surfaced. I think that a it started lot. when Obama got elected. To be He's honest. their mascot, okay. and, and that's what I was going to interject the thing, and no, say. Sure. But here's the thing. I'm it not going to say I'm not gonna, no, I'm, I'm not going to say it but, started but, with Obama. No, we're both and this right, is, actually. But this, we no, I'm, right. no, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying in my eyes, because in my eyes, because when Obama was president, they were just, oh man, fuck this guy. We don't like no, this guy. No, he scared blah, 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 a lot of blah. people. He, you know, he, he, he scared a lot of people, but they weren't, but they weren't vocal as they were until Trump came in. Because like they were, they were feeling some kind of way, but they weren't saying it. They weren't outward yeah. with it. Yeah. And then when their boy gets in office, all of a sudden now, that's just like when daddy's home. Daddy been locked up for two years. Daddy's home. Oh, I'm going to poke my chest out in the neighborhood. Yeah. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. 
That's exactly what it was. It seems like as soon as he got in the office, now everybody's like, okay, it's our time. And we're like, yo. People start doing the, uh, the Hitler salute. The reason why they are so free, <laughs> the reason why they are so All open to behaving that way is because he endorses the behavior. He has been caught on camera, on, on radio, live, those wonderful people. You support, you, you call Mexicans rapists and killers. Every every person who's ever been an immigrant is supposedly mm -hmm. a rapist or a killer. When you have somebody in one, of the, in, in one of the single most important positions in the whole wide world saying those types of things and putting it out there into the free world, those people that he was just referring to are like, oh, that's our ticket. That's it. We're free. Right. He's spraying people with rubber bullets and stuff. Let us speak. You know? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm a mimic what uh, the former mayor of uh, Tallahassee said. He said Trump may not be racist, but the racists think he's racist. Mm -hmm. yeah. Man, he Man. is though. He is. He definitely is though. He has an illustrious track record of, be, of being racist. Right. There's so, no question. His parents' so, clan robes was, is in the rafters at Stone Mountain. So here's something that I want to. Here's something I want to get on next. Like, and it, and it, it rolls right into it. I want to talk about Cannon. Mm -hmm. Now. Everybody in here, Atino, I'm not sure if you do because like we we're kind of new to each other. Like I've known you for a while, but I I don't no, know like no, your personal no, life. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know your personal life. I've I've just known you know the the person I see in front of me that I've been introduced to. But everybody else that I know that's here has children, young children. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, do you have children? Stepdaughter. You have a stepdaughter. That that you have children. Okay. Mm -hmm. There we go. And so there's a big outcry right now because they're saying that there's no there's no riots you know for for him let me say something else no as as long as there are children anywhere around me i have children they don't have to be mine absolutely exactly. amen like, yes. they, I, I'm that's right child, yes. but that don't mean i don't have nieces and nephews you right you know what i'm saying right so, like i have the children's interest in mind even if i don't have children like i'm not one of those people who just Walks around life like his Grand Theft Auto. Y'all ever play Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, yeah. Of you ever notice the absence of the fact that like there are no fucking children whatsoever? Yeah, right. Think about it. Yeah. Like I think in uh, San Andreas you might have seen a stroller on a beach, but even then you have never seen a child in the game. Which, unlike life, a whole lot of fucked up shit happens in that game, and luckily you never see the reality of children having to process. Well, wow, that. that's right. Have we ever thought about the fact that a lot of the things that we're okay with, a lot of the behaviors and the examples that we set forth, and some of the things that we just act like doesn't matter? Like, you think like the kids don't see that, and start right. to see, think like what's everything. okay, and then like some of the things that may trigger them, they might not even know how to articulate how it bothers them, right? And we just look at it like. Okay, yeah, this orange guy is in office, but at the same time, we tell our kids like, "Hey, yo, don't don't pick on people, don't name call, none of that." So it's like, no, I'm not saying I'm pro Trump. I'm pro respect. Like, exactly. I don't like him for the ways that he comes off as exactly. disrespectful, right? Exactly. So there, there is some paperwork that he's done. He's put his signature on some good things, but the fact that we don't like him because of how disrespectful he is, we throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Okay. So to close okay. back to the point. I have multiple children. As long as there's kids around me, I'm going to make sure they all right. How about exactly. that? Okay. Yeah, that so, exactly. so fucking potting right we gonna, there. We're going gonna, gonna, gonna to get back. I want, you to, I want you to hold on to that because I want to come back to a, a, a point that you made. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. That's why I had a little speech at the beginning that you missed where I said we got to kind of keep our responses condensed because Tino, <laughs> you're, you're like me. You're Tino like me. gets the no, potting. Because I, I even said myself, I, I get a little long-winded too. But like, we, we only got a couple. <laughs> <laughs> 
but like and, and for the sake of like time and, and making sure that everybody gets to speak their piece we want to kind of keep our um responses a little condensed but uh what i want to get was like yes we're talking about we're, we're talking about canon and the the response is that there's no there's no outcry and there's no there's no riots there's no protest but what people fail to realize about canon and his situation and we're not we're not downplaying that at all because that that's terrible you know we don't condone that at all we don't the the the, the man that shot canon we as a black community we don't Accept that guy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck you know that what I'm saying? guy. Yeah, fuck fuck him. that guy you know, all the way. Fuck him. Tell him I said it. But what I'm saying is the difference between and, and they're trying to they're trying to they're trying to compare Cannon to George Floyd. And you can't do that. No, because and, and what people don't want to hear is the fact of this. Cannon's shooter is already locked up. What they already day? have him. The the outcry, the riots, the protests for George Floyd. Floyd was because they did not arrest those officers. They mm -hmm. were still walking the streets. They were still home with their families That's right. doing what they do. Okay? Mm -hmm. So when what you got to realize is that when something happens like that and we don't take action, they don't see any form of consequence. So they're going to go and do it again. And again. So we want right. them off the streets. Right. Okay? You know, Cannon's killer, they came and got his black ass. Okay? He's locked station. up. That's Within why. What are we protesting? Hours. What are we protesting? Hours. He's in custody. Exactly. He's more than likely there. I don't see any way that he's the not going to get life in custody or... Is or know, death. That's a blessing. That's I it right I, there. He's even going to get shot. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so I want to I want to touch on that, like, and I want and I want to start. Right, y'all always y'all shoot right. unarmed let me, people, let me but shoot let the me... killers. Y'all bring the killers in unscathed. I'm gonna say something to this. I'm gonna say something to this right here. Shout out to my childhood friend and his wife who blocked me yesterday because of my sentiments on this on this topic. But I'm gonna say it again. Uh, just like I said in the post, if you have any problem, if you if you if you are sitting there trying to equate two things that have absolutely no bearing, no attachment to each other. The person that blocked me posted initially, why are people not giving as much attention to this as much as they're giving to this? And I'm thinking to, her, to myself, because they're totally different things. And I hate to sound brash, but people die every day, B. Every day. <laughs> but at the end day, of the day, at the end of the day, when most people die, like this poor young boy that we all care for completely, and I'm gonna repeat that again for my childhood yes. friend and his yes. wife, okay? Although we care about that life, we're glad that he's, his family's going to see justice. We're glad that his family ain't going to watch his, his killers move into a new city and opening up a coffee shop. Yes. Okay, and doing a neighborhood watch. Yes. Okay, that's the, that's the big difference. Or sign Skittle right. bags and The fact that they want to take and use that to support Man. their own agenda is what really pisses me the fuck off. Because at the end of the day, y'all can't really find a grip. You can't get a grip on a good reason why your shit makes sense. You know, and to touch Not on that, ever. and to touch on that, that's the thing. What makes them totally different? I, that one statement says it all. Please arrest the cops to kill Breonna Taylor. Right. And George, Zim hold on. Why do we have to ask that? And George yeah, Zimmerman yeah. still walks around a free man. Jay Z said it in the song. The streets is done. And this man still walks around free after killing Trayvon Martin. Yep. That's why you cannot put these and together. And make it a spectacle. A of huge spectacle. Yeah, there we go. More than just killing him. Like, the world know you fucking did it. And you're still alive. And that's, free. That's, and, and, free. and free. And able to auction you know off what? and raise funds. Like, And by no means am I saying somebody go kill the man. But some, but some form of accountability needs to be had 
to where we don't need to call the cops in every neighborhood. Not just black, not just white, not just Hispanic, none of that shit. We should only have to call the cops as a last resort because you see what they're doing to any and everybody. Or maybe That's you right. don't. That's real. That's maybe true. you don't. Because maybe depending don't. on what the news wants you to see, depending on what your algorithms and your social media want to pick up, is what you're aware of. But I guarantee you this. It's some fucked up shit happening within your neighborhood, within your family, within your household that ain't never going to make the news. But just because it don't go there, like, you're not supposed to give a fuck. You're not supposed to be mad. You're not supposed to want to seek change. So fuck all this just because it's on the TV, we going to do something mad shit. Motherfuckers got pedophiles in their family. They done got touched when they was little kids and they grew up with the secret they whole fucking life. So they fucked up. No, kill that motherfucker. Do that. Do that. So do that. Don't so, just wait huh. on the news to tell you. If it really affects you and you can get with your people, like if you really feel something, if it's something that's really real, like regardless of whether the news tell you, regardless of whether it's in your face all the time, just do what's right and what's wrong. Police that shit yourselves because waiting for people to come around and rally up and protest and riot and all that, all that energy could have went to just shutting the shit down when it happened. Don't wait for other people to look. That's all right. I'm saying. And sometimes it could be as simple as even just speaking up. Reverend, if, Reverend you're, if you're Black. sitting there quiet, you may, you may not you may not have what it is, you know, to go and stop it. But you can at least speak against it, and you can yeah. show other people in the room what your sentiments are and make them rethink what they think. Right. So even if you're the smallest soldier in the room, you're still fighting a big battle. You know what I'm saying? Always Say that be, again. don't be afraid Say that to speak again. up. Say that again. Even if yeah. you're the smallest soldier in the room, you are still fighting a big Talk battle. your shit. <laughs> okay, so, talk your shit. So, James, let me ask you. Now, you have, how old is Cody? Ten? Ten. Ten, okay. So, Cody's ten years old. Cody is a playful kid. You know, he, he you know, every time I'm around, he's running around, he's happy, he's everything like that. So, this Cannon, he, Cannon was riding his bike. In his neighborhood. Oh my God. Happened to drop, roll up on somebody's grass, and he was executed. Oh my God. It, there, it, we're not going to say he was killed. We're not going to say he was shot. He was executed. He was executed. He was executed. So, having a, a young son in that same generation, how how did that attack your mind state? How did, how did that make you look around in your neighborhood? Or, or if it did, I'm not saying it did or it didn't, but how did it. How did it change the way you look when every time Cody says, I'm going to go outside and play? See, that, that, that's a deep one. It, I got it. That, that, that was, that, that's a hard question to answer because, it, you know, there could be a time he goes, hey, Dad, I'm going to go to the park. And, you know, six, seven hours later, where is he at? Mm-hmm. You get a call from the cops, hey, your son's been shot because he was playing in somebody's front yard. But, uh... I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's very heavy because Cody's—he's my little buddy. He's my traveling partner when when I when I'm going to either beat him up or beat somebody else up. <laughs> uh, but Cody, he's oh, he's one of those a- little guys that you know, he he's he loves everybody. He don't care who you are. Children's Radio presented by Follow Black Dollar, sponsored by Richport Custom. What's your name? Where you calling from? What's up, man? This uh, Ray the Shark. What's going on? What's up, Ray? What's good, man? What's going on with you? Good morning. Hey, yeah, so look. Talk to your host. Yeah, I was calling the comment about some of the stuff they was talking about. And yeah. And I was, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, telling what's the difference between how, like, a cop kills a citizen and a citizen kills cops and whatever. Or just period, like, on how, uh, 
I mean, how the race, the race, the race card is really played, but it's, it's downplayed when we bring it up, you know what I'm saying? So like, for, for instance, which everybody would know is like when, when the crazy, like, I don't know how, I don't, I don't, don't take none of this as racist for anybody who's listening, but for the people, for the white person that does mass shootings, they're never considered as a terrorist because that's, you know, it's a terrorist act. Or when they bomb in places, they do terrorist acts. But for some reason, when someone defends themselves that it's not a cop and they, you know, wind up probably killing the cop or defending themselves killing the uh, opposite race of them, they become the worst person in the world, especially if they killed the cop. It's like, you're a cop killer, this and that. But they never say that they're citizen killers or they are <coughs> terrorists. They never get led with the bad guys. They always <laughs> want to find some way that, to justify the ignorance that they do. You know what I'm saying? And for some reason, we always got to have the label of, oh, that guy's a cop killer, that guy, he's doing this, but they never, ever, Admit to being a terrorist or making or making a terrorist move or act. You know what I'm saying? Then that's a point I so, wanted to make. Hold on one second. Go I got this one. You know, especially with the cannon shooting. Um, when Dylan Roof walked into that uh, church in South Carolina and killed nine people, they, you know what I mean? They put a bulletproof vest on them. They let them plead insanity. All this shit, right? They bought them food before they, they went to they jail. They bought them food, right? They treated them like gold, right? Now this guy shot and killed Cannon. This is this is horrible news, but at what point are we gonna? Who in their right mind is gonna walk up to a five-year-old and put one in his head, execution style? Right? There's obviously some mental health issues there, and I'm not I'm not I'm not defending this guy. Right. But how come that narrative is not being pushed right now? When for Dylan Roof or the kid that walked into the Colorado theater and shot everybody in the theater during the Batman premiere, everything is mental health, mental health. Oh, you know, he was touched. He was this, that, and other. He's fucked up in the head. They made excuses for him. But this guy walked up to a five-year-old, put a put a gun to his head, shot him, and we're and 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 to your point, and to your point, you know, he is the worst person in the world right now, Mm -hmm. not knowing where his mental health state is at right now, and this is something that you know I I noticed it right away. He's not getting the same benefits that a white shooter would get. Well, let me let me touch on that for a second, and and this is coming from growing up in a black household. And, you know, and it's 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 nothing about race or anything like that, so to speak. But when we were we were taught that if you felt like someone was off, OK, we'll, we'll just say off um, when you felt like somebody was not all there in the head. If you had somebody in your neighborhood that, you know, was just not all the way there, you were taught to stay away from that person. Um, they when you if, if you moved if I moved into Richie Carlisle's neighborhood as a kid and we met and old man River was down the street and he liked to throw stuff when you walked on his grass Richie <laughs> was going to tell me that you know what I'm saying Off time. that that that's that's Watch how this we, guy. that's how we that's how we grew up you know yeah you don't you, want to walk over there know, man right that's, why and, that, taking and that goes for that goes for anybody that goes for your crazy uncle your crazy aunt you know what i'm saying hey don't don't go over uncle mike's house you know he he be tripping he crazy man we, you we, done got him started exactly so but then but then on the other side of the spectrum when you when you have like a, a white neighborhood you know you want to you want to believe that this neighborhood is just all cookies and palms Okay, you want to believe that it's seventh heaven, you know, um, you want to believe that it's saved by the bell and not 
menace to society. Right. You, you understand what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is, um, let's just say I don't I don't even know about the neighborhood where Cannon grew up in, but let's just say like you know it was one of those neighborhoods. His parents, they okay, he can ride him down the street all he want to. They they might have known that the guy next door has some mental issues, but we're gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. We yeah. don't give the benefit of the doubt. We tell you stay away from that one. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna give you the benefit because it's just a change. It's just a difference in the culture. Mm -hmm. um, so. Now that you know this has happened, it's, now we're trying. We're looking for answers. We're looking for answers to questions that we don't even we don't even know what the questions are. We don't. We're, we got so many questions, but we don't know the direct questions. We don't know why Cannon was on this yard. We don't know what the relationship was between Cannon's family and this man's family. He said he was at uh, he was at dinner the night before with the family. Right. So what is their wow. relationship? I did not know uh, that. Why, why are they? That's, that's why are, yeah, I, I, I did not. I did hear that that wow. the night before they were at dinner. So what is their relationship? You know. So maybe they, they might have looked at him yeah. as he's cool. You know, he lives. He's a little. Oh he's a little God. off, but he lives next door. He's cool. We had dinner with him last night. So Cannon doesn't see any 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 problem with playing on his yard. Would like to okay. add in my neighborhood. We definitely did not do that. If, if somebody was off, we all knew that person was off. You know, so in my you know, West Side, yeah, we got clear that shit. You know, up. But I know you it up. <laughs> I, I, maybe, maybe in Avon Lake or West Lake or North Ridgeville they do that, but in Cleveland, we certainly did Cleveland not do proper. that. <laughs> I'm from Sheffield Lake. <laughs> okay, so they might do that in your cul-de-sac, so, but they don't do that in Cleveland. Now, okay, so we're talking about we're talking about how they do it in Cleveland. Now, Dub, yep. Dub, you grew up in Atlanta. Yep. What is what is the climate like as far as growing up? What we're talking about down in Atlanta, down south. Now, it, it's a whole different Southern culture down there. So, how how do you feel about that? Okay, well, growing up in the South, you know they they say Southern hospitality. So, like everybody, pretty much knew everybody. Everybody knew everybody. And uh, everybody, for the most part, was cool with everybody. I mean, you did have your little pockets where you know, certain people didn't get along, but they, they would tell you, don't mess with X, Y, and Z, don't do that. If something ever happens, you say, just let me know, and we as a neighborhood, we going all together. We about to handle it, you know what I'm saying? So, but that's how it was for me growing up, for the most part. Got you, got you. Now, so I got to swing my, I got to swing all the way. So we, we've talked about growing up in the black areas, the black neighborhoods. We've talked about growing up in some of the white, what? Huh? Ray. Is, the caller still there? is the caller still there? Do we answer this question? Hey, I'll make sure we ain't forget about you, brother. I'm glad you said that. I'll make sure we ain't forget about you. Shout out to the caller who's diligent. Oh, You're right, right, all right. Uh, but before we get and, and Ray, I don't want to, I don't want to lose you and everything, I, and I'm not ignoring you. But before we get back, so I want to, I want to swing around because we talked about growing up in a black neighborhood. We talked about growing up in a white neighborhood. Now I want to talk to like growing up in a in a in a Spanish neighborhood. I'm gonna have to correct you real fast. Okay, I know, I know, I know, I know you get when I. Okay, okay, I take back Spanish. No, no. I take back Spanish. No, no. I take no. we'll, we'll say, no, we'll no, no. I genuinely have to correct you because I did not grow up in a Latino uh, neighborhood. Okay. So I do have some different feedback for you, though. I grew up in a predominantly <laughs> Latina high, uh, you know, household. Parents, 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 Puerto Rican. But I was one of four, maybe five Latinos in my whole school. My school was predominantly white people. Uh, most of the people I grew up with, I'm still friends with today. A lot of them I am not, and sadly in lieu of the past four years. Like literally from the election till now, I went from being one of the most remembered people from high school to one of the most blocked people in high school <laughs> based on 
based on some of my input and some of my opinions and the way that I feel. You said the last four years. And huh? the last, the last, last four. The last few years. They call that a coinky dink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It started with the. It started with the election. Everything with the election. People going back and forth. And then when he became president, people going back and forth. And I just don't share the same sentiments of the people that. Uh, and let me not brick everybody together there's a small community in there that feels one way and a majority feels one way so thank you to the majority who's who's awesome people that i, I have a pleasure to be raised around but the rest of y'all you know being latina and going to a school where they weren't familiar with your culture you know you would be a lot of things were said to me that i would never have known were racist back then until now mm. like oh look at here comes rice and bean Rice or oh, well, does your mom make uh, your mom cook with palm leaves? Like, yeah. Right, you Ooh. get you get stuff you like that. Right, and you That's used crazy. to think you like, could hide. What up, cornbread? Right. <laughs> That's exactly what it was, and I didn't realize that I was in that type of environment until I was completely out of it. Once I'm in an environment where I'm surrounded with nothing but color, people look at me. You let people talk to you like that. Yeah. You let people say that to you. Yeah. You did, and so as it progressed, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to say I wasn't. I did go to church in the Latino community, and I, we we you know I spent a lot of time in South Low. But at the end of the day, I was raised in Sheffield Village, Ohio. Oh God! <laughs> and I graduated from BHS. Another, that's a whole nother story. Hey, we yeah. go. We go. Well, I want to close out that topic. But Ray, we're gonna get back to you since you, you've, been, you've been holding on the line for a minute, man. Ray's a soldier. Ray left. Ray gone? He gone. Okay, then forget Ray. Like, no, I'm just messing with you, Ray. Ray, you a soldier, man. We appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, Ray. Before we you appreciate. go to Tino, I want to finish what I was commenting on okay. your question. Uh, if, you know, if Cody was to go outside and play and I was to get a call from the cops or a neighbor saying, hey, you know, your son's over here, he's laying, he's bleeding, we don't know what happened to him. Well, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go find my gun and I'm going to go hunt the guy down who shot. <laughs> right and simple. Yeah, right. Fucking right. You, right. you can do whatever you want to right. me. I don't care. You can beat my butt. I will sit beat down my ass, for that. Whatever. I don't yeah. care. But you hurt my daughter, you hurt my son, or you hurt my wife. I'm going to destroy you, plain and simple. Right. right. That's what it is. And that's what I, you're I, 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 applaud I, I can see his wife smiling right now. She got a big grin on her face. Right <laughs> I, I, I can applaud uh, Connor's dad for not going off the hinge. I'm, I'm sorry, but Cannon. I would have. Or Cannon, I'm sorry. I would have. I would have literally. Well, I mean, the police got him within shit. a day. So I would have. Right. Yeah, I would have found that guy. I would have ripped his door off his house, and I would have beat him until he was dead. I would bring him back to life and beat him again. Due to some violent content, parental yeah. discretion so, is <laughs> so look. So Ramona. Yeah. Ramona touched on something when she was saying, like, you know, a lot of people have blocked her and everything within the last four years. So we're not. We're not gonna. Uh, we're gonna call a spade a spade. You know, Trump. Has been in the office the last four years. That's yeah. around when things start changing. So, in my, I got an opinion, and I and I want to ask, and I want to ask you, you guys, your opinion on what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. When Obama was in office, he may not have been for the black community, but he was our piece of history. So we backed him. No president, I think. I don't think any president ever is going to do everything that you want them to do. No, they're right, not going to. They're not going to do everything you want them to do. But the reason that I myself loved Obama was because he seemed like one of us. He didn't seem like a politician. He didn't seem like you know somebody that was in office. He seemed like one of my old uncles at the cookout that you know every time you saw him he was smiling he was dancing with his wife he was he was personable that's what i liked about him his presidency yeah 
Okay. Makes but now, my opinion is the only reason that because I don't think anybody actually supports Trump. I think the only reason that they, I'm not gonna say support him. They don't like him. The only reason they support him is because he followed Obama. I feel like as as well as with the Black Lives Matter movement and when people like to say, well, what about all lives matter and everything like that? I honestly feel like since Obama has was in um, in office, white folks felt left out. Yeah. They felt left out. So when you say like Black Lives Matter, it automatically resonates to them that we're saying only Black Lives Matter. Okay? And Black Lives Matter is not we're not we're not saying it as a we're not we're not saying it as an entity. We're saying it as a statement. Like we have to keep reminding you that our lives matter. Okay. So what I'm saying is, I, I don't think. Shit. Stop fucking with it. What I'm what I'm saying that. is, what I'm yeah, saying is, say nobody would give a shit about Trump <laughs> if Obama hadn't preceded him. Yeah. He would have okay? never had a chance. Nobody would get. Nobody would give a shit about him because now it seems like we hate Trump. So y'all gotta support him because we hate him we love the guy before him y'all wasn't y'all went too hot on him so now that somebody's back that you feel like has your back you gotta support it no matter the dumb shit he say and he says a lot of dumb shit i stopped counting like back in 2018 he says a lot of dumb shit and, and, and it's and you can show you can show a trump supporter videos of him saying dumb shit and they will argue you down about he didn't mean it that way he didn't mean it that way fuck that fuck him okay yeah, but what you. i want to ask you is and i want to go with <laughs> tino on this one of uh, tino how do you feel about that do you feel do you agree that if obama had not preceded trump there would not be as many trump supporters the stage is yours good sir <laughs> so thinking about everything in totality right i think what you're seeing is the contrast of we let y'all have your little nigger president so now we're gonna go raise hell right like Man. that's that's what you're thinking right so along those lines right like if it wasn't for obama would people be this gung-ho about you know supporting trump and what he believes in I think everybody has felt the same fucking way. It's just, and not even about how much more visible it is. I think it's just being shown to us more. Yeah. yeah. I think it has been the same since he was in there. Were you ever able but, what, to cuss in front of your mother? Hell yeah. You were allowed to cuss in front of your Fuck mom as yes. a child? Well, I wasn't. But I knew that if my sister right. came in the room and my mama left, I could say whatever the hell I wanted to say. I mean, now. So when Obama yeah. was in office. Mm-hmm. Mama was home. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. And nobody was going to cuss and swear in front of mama. Right. But now mama done went and left. Babysitter's in and everybody's free to do what they please. Mm -hmm. There's no barrier there. Babysitter don't give a fuck because they babysitter don't they give a fuck. The babysitter is going to motivate you to continue behaving the same way you are when mama's not home. You know, when mama leaves. Because you're not the babysitter's responsibility. Say this. Exactly. exactly. Right. And that's the problem. Yeah. He took this job not realizing that we, this country, were his responsibility. It's him. It's about him and his money and his future and his legacy and his life and his children. Yeah. It's not about the country that he actually represents, and that's the problem. He's a True. bad babysitter. He's well, a horrible babysitter, ooh. and the kids is fucked. Yep. So Patricia Davenport wants Lex to run for president. 
Hey, well, you know, Patricia, oh, you know, I got you. Hey, 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 you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure that it ain't, it ain't, you ain't the only one that wants likes for prayers, you know what I'm saying? But we'll talk about that, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe 20, maybe 25, 25, you know, who knows, who knows, you know, you never know what I'm gonna put my hand in, but uh, <laughs> we ain't gonna get off, we ain't gonna get off topic on that. But so I, I agree wholeheartedly with Ramona. You know, that's and, and that's all it is at the end of the day is Trump is Trump is babysitting right now. Uh, mm. We're we're just waiting. We're just waiting for mom and dad to come back from Please, dinner. Come back home. And, and send, send babysitter back home. We like cussing for the time being, but we hungry. Right. And it's dark in here and it's cold. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, uh, we waiting on mom and dad to hey, get back. But what if we like. Go ahead, Goldie. Can y'all hear me? We can hear you from back here. Uh, no, to, to me, I, I like to quote Morgan Freeman. They asked Morgan Freeman, he said, how did it feel to play a black president? He said, I don't know. He said, I played a president who happened to be black. And I think Obama was in that same mind frame. He was just a president. He wasn't trying to be a black president. He was just trying to be a president. And since he happened to be black, it was that was what they used to justify their racially motivated stances. And so mm -hmm. now that Trump's in, you remember, he came in with the red hat. Let's make America great again. As if it, you know what I'm saying? And that was just saying, let's make it white again, for real. And, 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 and people ran with that. The people that, that wanted to be racist now, is we desensitized to their race. When they said, oh, we can say this and not get beat up in the street. No, you you can't say it and not get beat up. You're you can still say it. You you're gonna get your ass right whooped when you say right. Exactly. That, but in exactly. Their mind, in their mind, it's more it's casual now. Like I hear more and more white people and white guys using dropping the n word than I ever heard in my life, and they all on social media and everywhere. Like it's just common now. It's, yeah. it's, it's desensitized. It's like if you see people die every day, it's not nothing. Like you said, people die every day. Be Soldiers see people get killed every day and they don't bother on one bit because they desensitize to it. So now that we took the desensitization off of it, people freely to express their racism. You feel what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. that's, and we trying to get over the actual racism. And like you said, the only way to get over it is to stop talking about it. You know, let Amen. people let it go. And, and they won't let it go. So if they don't let it go, we're not going to let it go. You feel what I'm saying? That's just how it's going to go until everybody decide, okay, this is stupid. We're too wrong for this. It's never gonna go away. Too much money involved. Well, let me let me let me let me touch on let me touch on something real quick with you, Goldie. Um, and it's something that I I believe I brought up the last time, and I and I bring it up a lot because um, I feel like in a lot of ways, a lot of people, and, and I'm and I'm gonna dare to say it, a lot of black people, a lot of black people will tell you that they want racism to stop, but they won't do anything to stop it. And, and and that's a that kind of breaks down our argument when we're talking to a racist of, of another eth ethnicity because they can hear us like we we can go around I I heard a commercial one time I heard a commercial and it blew my mind it was on the radio and it, you could tell it was a black guy that was talking and it was about one of the um, health centers in Cleveland and you know it was it was in one of the um, more blacker neighborhoods I believe it was on Buckeye or Miles or something like that and they were talking about a health fair they were having and the guy literally said at the end of the commercial he says we're doing this for the black community because we gotta look out for our own and you heard that and I was driving and I, I seriously thought I said what would that have sounded like if a white person said the same thing mm -hmm. 
If a white person on the radio literally said, hey, I'm doing this for my white community because I got to look out for my own. How would that have sounded? And and when I when I bring right and when I bring when I bring that up, uh, I hear a lot of black people will say, "Well, I'm black. I can say that. Uh, we we've been oppressed, so I can say racist shit." But how is that helping? How's that helping the fact? How's how's that helping? Because you, in order to stop something, you can't be a part of it. You know, you can't be a part of it. You you can't do that. You know, but we don't we don't want to have that conversation. Well, we we want accountability. I, I've said right. right. I've said nobody want to admit that they the fucking problem. That's exactly. The I've said in in some ways it seems like there are some black people that want to be oppressed, and not oppressed physically, I'm but to say, have that notion over them. I'm gonna say that you a wrestler, y'all wrestle, and, and and when you go into a match, are you not afraid to lose? No, not at all. Most people are afraid to lose. They will reap if we win. If you win, if all this, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for, the, 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 the uh, revolution, if we win, everybody gonna jump to reap the benefits. Let them start giving out reparation checks. People come out the way, ain't never said nothing about nothing. They'll be like, I'm on mine too. Cause they gonna reap the benefits of the win. James is gonna be like, my great grandmother was black, so what about the shit? <laughs> right. They're afraid to go to jail. They're afraid to protest. I got proof. Rubber bullet. They're afraid to get all the hard part of it, but they want to reap the good part of it. You see what I'm saying? So I don't think I don't think a collectively a lot of our people want to be oppressed. I think they just don't want to fight because they don't have that in them. They don't want to lose. Okay, but that that's the point. That's like that's like being in a fight and 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 throwing a punch and 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 running away until they're not looking again, and then you come back and you punch them again and run away. Like if you're gonna be in the fight, be in the damn fight. Right. You know, don't don't pop in and pop out. You know, I'm in the fight every fucking day, every damn day. I'm in the fight. I am I am for my people, but I'm not just for my people. I'm for my people having equality. So if I'm for my people having equality, I gotta be for another race. You know, they, you, really you don't have to be anti-white to be pro-black. That's, that's the, that's our problem. They conditioned to take so much. As a people, they conditioned us, like with the Willie Lynch theories, they, they conditioned us to say, oh, it's only 10 lashes. I can take that and live. That's, it's, it's, that's, that's the condition they put on us as a people. We sit up and we take the abuse because we know we're gonna survive. Mm -hmm. Instead of standing up against the abuse and wishing our life, we'd rather just survive. No, no, I'm screw up. I get I'm you. No, I'm, 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 I agree with you 100. percent But no, we can't do that. Absolutely like, not. we, we need, we need to. Like, I'm looking at these comments and Tamika Moulton Carter. Um, she has been like commenting like crazy on this here but one of the things she said she said you cannot stop racism without understanding the construction of the race right and that's exactly what i'm saying right now you know what i'm saying you gotta uh, first of all in order to fight racism we gotta understand ourselves mm -hmm. that's our problem we go by what we hear and what we see we don't look within ourselves you know i have the, these men sitting around me and sitting in front of me and this young lady can can all attest that I've had conversations with about life with them not just about race not just about sports not just about wrestling not just about family about life yep. because 
I'm trying to understand myself. I can't fight a fight without knowing if I can fight or not. You know, if I ain't never been in a fight and I don't understand how to throw a punch, why would I jump into a fight? So that's but, your conditioning. Your oh, conditioning, but that's what I'm saying. But that's where we're trying to get right, everyone right. else. Now, Richie, you've been you've been real quiet, which is which is which is kind of freaking me out a little bit because you don't never be quiet. You always got something to say. So I want to ask you because I know that you are you're you're deep into the fight too. We we have these discussions. So how do you feel about me saying that about about our conditioning as black people to not want to open up and understand? what's going on around us instead of just pushing our beliefs you know what i think that um when you just mentioned the comment of someone saying when we're gonna do this for the black community mm -hmm. i don't think that was a racist statement honestly i don't no it wasn't it wasn't a no i'm, I'm not saying it was a racist I statement don't. what i'm saying is imagine if it came from somebody okay okay listen I don't. listen what do you call what do, i'm gonna ask you a question right. i'm gonna ask you a question what do you call your wife at home like not not nothing crazy but like yeah. nickname <laughs> what i'm saying is like pet name nickname pet that, that kind of thing sweetie dear honey what, what do you call her uh, sweetheart beloved Aww. beloved okay yeah. sweetheart beloved love it. so no. So let's just so so you you know what I'm saying? You call your wife sweetheart and beloved. I'm gonna just leave it there. I'm not gonna. Do that. No, let's, let's, <laughs> but but let's just yeah, say those are let's just say I was a nine to five. <laughs> let's just you say know. every time I came to your house, I kept calling your wife sweetheart and beloved. No, nah, that wouldn't go. Hold on! Whoa, whoa! It wasn't a bad remark. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, it wasn't, I didn't say nothing down it on her. Nah, that doesn't Hold on, hold on, no, 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 it's not, no, it's not, no, it's not, hold on, hold on, hold on, before you go there. No, because You can't do that. Okay, okay, that's what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. You, you feel like I can't do that because I don't have that right. No, you can't do that. You can't do that, period. Okay, so without, without, without dissing or, or, or talking down on your wife, and I'm just calling her the same name. I just said the same you don't thing have that you that, did. You, you don't have the right to do that. So you don't have you don't have clearance, bro. Okay, 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 okay. That's so funny. so when we talk about white people saying the same thing, about, they don't have clearance. Okay. And I okay. Why? Hold on. I'll tell you why we don't. I'll tell you why we don't. Because mm -hmm. when I when I heard it, my first initial reaction was, well, if a white person say that, yeah, there's going to be a problem. The reason it's going to be a problem is because the system is already rigged for us mm -hmm. to have the 10 steps ahead of you to run everything from getting into colleges buying homes the systemic exactly the systemic it's so deep bro. it's so right. deep that if you say i'm gonna look out for my own i'm not gonna take offense to it matter of fact what can i do to help you know Thank what I mean? Thank you for that. That was dope. And you want to know why? Because that's the same sentiment I had when that came out. Yeah. I mean, every other people group on earth right. do for themselves. Because at the end of the exactly. day, I mean, if, if you for, won't do it for the community, nobody's going to do it example, for them. They had to come for together. For example, like in, many, like in the it's not the area, same. you have the Slovenian rec center. You have like uh, out in Willoughby. Who the fuck you have, you, you, have the, right. you, you, you have you got the, the Italian Jewish synagogues in, in, in Cleveland right. Heights. You have like the Buddhists. Right. You have the South Asian. You got the Boricuas. You have Little Italy. Hey, you can Shop go Park down Avenue. the list, but whenever hey. we say something for our own, motherfuckers got a problem. That being said, we got to again. Them. That's you. That's being conditioned. Think about it. People we on radio. Been... What's your name? Oh. Where you calling from? Oh, I'm gonna okay, let you get okay. back to your gotcha, thought. Gotcha. What's your name? Where you calling from? Sugar House. This is Tamika Milton Carter. 
Uh oh. Okay. All right. All she right. Been, I've been looking at her comments. She's been commenting the whole show. She's been on it. To make a, what, listen what, what, to the conversation in your phone, not on your device, is a delay. Hi. He he's saying that uh, if you have like your device, like if you have a uh, headphones or 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 earbuds, no, or if saying, you listen to the radio, listen to us on your phone. Talk to us in your phone. I don't listen to you on Facebook. She trying to hear herself on Facebook. That's why she pausing. Put the phone to your ear and just talk to us like a regular conversation. Is that better? Way better. Yeah, yes. Much better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Coming soon to Las Vegas show. We're good. How are you doing, Tamika? Uh, I'm doing good. Hanging in there, right? But um, I was calling for a couple of things. One, I wanted to uh, be clear on when I was talking. One thing that's very important for people to understand regarding racism and in combating racism is to understand how deep the history of it is and how wide it is. Like you were talking about going into a fight for cares. You can't go into this fight without understanding that. Because it's not something we're just going to turn around. We have to deal with the fact that the construct of race itself is what establishes racism. The modern construct of race was done with the intent to establish racism. This comes from colonialism, and we're not talking about just colonialism here. We're talking about colonialism across the world. They have a, you know when you're in job training, you have a good training team, they have the same pattern every time they go set up something to train new people. Colonialism was operated in much the same way. Right, right. Colonialism you know, was a, was a worldwide enterprise. Ever, yes, right. you're here. It, it, was, it was major enterprise. So to understand how they, uh, how they approach dealing with it in each situation, it dealt with it on a racial level. When they went into different areas in Africa, you can even look at Rwanda right now, okay? Rwanda, in, uh, a few years ago, dealt with a massive genocide incident. That genocide incident from years ago was brought, up, brought upon by incidents that happened hundreds of years ago in colonialism that took the same people and divided them based on racial features. And in showing preference to one above the other, they created hatred between the same group of people that lasted hundreds of years later. And this is important to understand too because the construct of race had to convince and bring about unity within a group of people that they, they put under the umbrella of white. And they had, to, they had to create dissension and individualism under the construct of black. So that you had to, everything you had to do was at the fight for yourself. 
Absolutely. But under the effect of white, because to understand this, originally they didn't look at each other as a unified race. It was it, that that's not how it happened. You know what I'm saying? And even within, even within the uh, construct in America, uh, what they put under the umbrella of white, they didn't even consider each other equal. If you didn't have land, if you didn't, you know, if you were poor, you were not equal. They looked at you like you were the same as us. But they needed to put each other under this umbrella to create this unification to empower the wealthy. And it, and it still works because people will operate against their own best interests in the name of protecting the construct of whiteness. Absolutely now, Tamika, you are you are you are preaching right now, um, um, and I don't and I don't want to uh, cut you off because you are deep into it. Uh, just for the sake of time, like I I do want to. We got a couple of other topics that we definitely oh, yeah, want to uh, touch. No, it's okay, it's okay because you, no, you, you like everybody everybody in here was feeling it. You know, everybody you 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 felt it in here. You know what I'm saying? But you know, just for the sake of time, because um, and I and I do thank you yeah, for calling in and sharing it and being with us from the whole. You know, from 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 the jump, and I, I've been reading your comments and and. Yeah, that's my sister from like oh. way back. Yeah. We know you old, man. We know you old. So. <laughs> Not as old as you know. The thing about um, black people say I'm going to support black people is not a racial issue. It is mm -hmm. the necessary thing because it's been created a necessary thing. It, because we've been conditioned to support everybody else. And then man, the minute that we do right. say I'm going to support other black people, then we're trained to say, oh, no, I'm not going to, we shouldn't do that. Like, we have to be contrary in order to be credible. We don't have to be credible. Like, it gives me no credibility as a black person to come up against another black person. But it gives, it, it makes white people give us credibility to say, oh, you're balanced. But if, they, if we demand balance the other way, it's not going to happen. It gives okay. us no credibility so to do that. So, so saying the same thing now. I'm now um, since I've asked the question, I've I've heard, you know, like we we got to do this because nobody's gonna do it for us. We got to do this, but we want it is, it is we want good. them. Hold on, hold on, because we want them to we want them to join in our fight. But we don't want. But hold on, hold on. So so basically, what we're saying is, and 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 this is just my opinion because I, I I'm getting it from from every from all sides. But what we're saying is, we're gonna fight our fight. We want you to fight our fight, but we're not gonna do anything to fight your fight. Be that's and, a lie because we've been fighting their fight. That's what I was okay, just gonna interject okay, and so, say. So so we so, 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 so we're gonna war. stop just because it hasn't worked now. That's the reason that we're here right now. You gotta. Here's the problem. Here's uh, the problem, though, in answering your question. If all things were created, if all button? things were equal, what you were saying, what you would be saying, would be accurate. But all things are not equal. Let me hop in real quick because we, we press for time. We press for time. We press for time. Like we ain't nobody listening. They've been fighting ours too. Most of them have been fighting ours too because we recognize each other's fight as the same. Okay, let me jump in real quick because we press for time. It's something that she said that need to be highlighted. And um, I think it need to be highlighted. That's why I'm mentioning it. It's not, it's never was. Uh, a race war, and it's the haves and the have-nots. Mm -hmm. And they practice the oldest war tactic law in the book, divide and conquer. conquer. Mm -hmm. They divided us, and now we fight amongst ourselves yep. as they count their money. It's the haves and the have-nots. Mm -hmm. And as long as, you, as long as you think it's anything but, 
they're winning. All the uh, all this racism stuff, it's just us at each other instead of paying attention to what they do. It's called displacement. Because believe it or not, you got black people at the table with Klansmen counting money with them. Facts. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right, and I think I think what I was gonna speak on, and based on what everybody's saying, I get what you're saying. You definitely want to be equal and open to all races and all cultures. Trust and believe. I'm I'm there with you. I'm you know I don't hate white people. I don't hate any demographic of person because of not who they all. are. I do not. I hate ignorance, and frankly. People of color have been having to live under the thumb of ignorance for many, many, many years. And we shouldn't have to be concerned about the way we make other people feel when we finally come up and we're able to do something for ourselves, our culture, and our people. We shouldn't have to hold back when we say we're going to do this for the Boricua culture or the black culture. We shouldn't have to because we had to hide ourselves. Latinos couldn't even use their last name. Torres is spelled with an S. It's not supposed to. Okay, we had to hide our last names. So at the end of the day, we're just now coming into the open and y'all want us to give you all these freedoms and all these understandings and all these, oh, we're gonna hold back and not hurt y'all feelings. But you forgetting our grandmothers and grandfathers have pictures of people being lynched and hanging from trees. That shit wasn't long ago. So at the end of the day, we get it. Motherfuckers got, we, motherfuckers we, we got want jackets to, and we gloves want you to feel welcome. with the skin right. of people they killed. Right, we want you to feel welcome you know and support, saying? but that means that you're gonna have to understand this mindset, you're gonna have to understand what it is. If you wanna come in, you wanna be a part of the fight, understand you are gonna hear, we're here for the black people, we're here for the Latinos, we're here for the Mexicans, we're here, you're gonna hear that. If you wanna be a part of the fight, you're gonna hear it. Shoot. Uh, Why is it, why do you think it is that ignorance is celebrated whereas consciousness, enlightenment, and self-awareness is so frowned upon? But you get called a hotel. Insecurity. Pretty much. It's it that's exactly what it is. It's insecurity. And fear. It's when what you gotta realize when the problem is when somebody comes across as conscious or they comes across they come across as woke or anything like that. If you're woke not t shirt now. If you're not if you're not in that same frame, yeah. then it feels like they're pushing that on you. Mm-hmm. And your natural reaction is to push back. Yeah. Or okay. Or that, boring. Well, I, I just wanted to hear your. I, I knew you know what I mean? That's that's a great take. On that. I never even that, about it that's exactly what it is. It's like anything. It's like sexuality. It's like the church. It's like you know ethnicity. It's like anything like that. Like if you're not that. That's why I think the biggest problem with white with white people understanding racism is because they're not living it. Yeah. They're not living it. Okay, so you, I can tell you, like I, I, I met, I met with James a week ago. We, we just met up, had lunch, kicked it. It's my dude. Four hours. And he literally asked me, you know, like what's been going on with you? You've been going through a lot, and I was kind of, I was breaking down every situation that we were talking about, and and a lot of them were racially motivated. And his his response to everything, and it's been it's been a response that I've been getting from a lot of people of other races is. I have no idea. I had no idea this was going on. I, I I did not know that it was that deep. Like everything I told him, he was like, "Yo, like, are you serious?" Like because I can tell you a million stories about growing up in the hood and 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 dealing with racism as an adult and everything like that. But if you're not living it, if it's not a part of your reality, mm-hmm, that's real. Can I touch? Can I touch on that? Understand it, because let me touch on that one. Because I'll tell you what, um, I I think I said that on last year's show. It didn't directly affect me, 
so it wasn't at the forefront of like what it's I wanted indirect. to do. You know, it, it, right. you know what I mean. I always felt because I wasn't racist, I was right. doing my part. Now, since July fourth, when I released uh, our video for Dear Black America fireworks, I've been pulled over by the police eight different times. The first time we've been pulled over was you know what I ain't been pulled over eight times in my life. Eight times. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and the thing is, the first time I got pulled over, I got pulled over by Richfield Police. All right. My wife was in the car. Mm -hmm. All right, so now I'm going. I know I drive 77 five times a week. I know, I know the, where the, they all hide at. Right. So I'm going 60. Got the seatbelt on. We ain't doing nothing. Now mind you, we got the pandemic, right? So I have expired tags right now. I, I'm waiting to the last possible minute. I always do. <laughs> but Man. so the cop, like I saw the cop drive past him. Didn't think nothing of it. A couple miles down the road, he's behind me. I look at my wife like, hey, he's gonna pull us over. Right? Sure as shit. Dude pulls us over. She owed me $20 for it because I was right. Come on, Siobhan. Pay up. Damn. No, she, she paid. Damn, she, she paid. I made, sure, I made sure she could hit my cash app right after we drove off. Um, uh, no, but seriously. But seriously, so the cop pulled us over. I was like, so, you know, what we get pulled over for? He's like, oh, your expired tax. So I hit him with, whoa, wait a minute, Governor DeWine said we have it till August 25th, I think it is, 25th or something like that. To get our plate, so mm -hmm. he's like, "Well, I can still pull you over." I'm like, "Yeah, no, you, no can't. you can't." He actually put that out there too, but whatever. Thing is this: so he comes back to the car. His partner comes up, got his hand on his gun. It's already unstrapped, right? He's peeking in the car. My, our ten-year-old daughter's in the back seat. Yeah. White people have no fucking clue, because that traffic stop. I thought, what if she gets an itch on her foot? She reaches down to scratch her fucking ankle, and this guy pulls out his gun because he's scared of black people. Because you know he pulled us over because he's all black face in the car. Yeah. For the first time in my life, first time in my life, I'm never gonna, I'm never it. gonna understand. You had the full, some understanding. I had a smidgen, a glimpse inside of your world where you just gave me goosebumps. If he pulls this gun out, and this is normal for her. She thought she's looking at me like this was, hey, she's looking at me like oh you still. overreacting you know what I mean <laughs> you're white you know what I mean we like, calm down <laughs> so but I'm sitting there and I'm driving off and I'm like I'm I'm talking to myself in my head just breathing like I know why he pulled us over and if that would have happened I would have tried to jump on top of her shielder or I was gonna kill this cop today. Yep. I don't give a fuck about your badge. You shoot one of my family members. Is you done? You're done. Ice T's already playing in my head. Like mm. you're done. I don't give a fuck about your badge. And for that brief moment, I had a small glimpse. So when white people say, "Oh, I understand your pain," no, the fuck you don't. Shut up. And I still don't understand it. I still don't understand it. I understand a small portion of it because it directly affected me for once in my life. Now check this out. Like you, you said that when you're talking to the cop and he's like, "Hey, yeah, you know your your tags are expired," and you know you're telling him, "Hey, I got till X amount of time." He yeah. said, "Yeah, I can pull you over," and you're like, uh, "No, you're not." That right there was way out of our scope. <laughs> that right, no, I'm saying well, no, no. no I'm, to no, be I'm, clear, I'm, I didn't say the I'm second not, part. But, I thought. Hold on. No, no. But that's my point. That's my point. You thought about it. We're thinking, what can I say that's going to put, that's going to roll this along second, so he can get on. the hell up off. The second that, part, though. I'm so, like, just give me my ticket so I right, can live. Exactly. But no, look, the second part, I didn't say. I didn't say the second part. I thought it to myself because I thought to myself, if I step out of line, this is going to only agitate him and make the situation where that, yeah, I can't that, control. But that's actually my point. I'm not saying you said it, but right, what I'm saying right. is your mind state exactly. was, I know it the was law, totally different. you can't do this. Our mind state is, 
All right, let me be cool. Let me not just do that. So just give me my ticket exactly. so I can exactly. go. We're not thinking about the law. We're not thinking about the rules. We're not thinking about the wine. I'm thinking about am I going to make it home to my kids? Right. You know, and, and, that's, and that's the thing. That's the that's the rules, different mind state. Even that's even the though rule, even though you even though you apply. didn't say it, like that's not the first thing that goes through our mind. Like when you got mm -hmm. one of you're like, I know the law. You can't do this. Blah blah blah. I'm, I'm gonna think about that when I get home. When I when I call Reggie and tell him what. When I call uh uh fucking Tyrone or when I call <laughs> um Tino and I'm like, yo, this is what happened. Then I'm gonna tell him, I know the law, man. He can't do that. Blah blah. blah. I'm, it's not in my head. I'm thinking to, after the fact to say mm -hmm. that right then. It never exactly. crosses my mind. Exactly. And if any white person listening to this does not have an idea what white privilege is, I just gave you one of the best examples right there. We have that you're right to do so. And, 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 and right, now right now they're coming up with a rebuttal that says you're wrong. Yeah. Let me say There is no such thing as white privilege. That is called a white guarantee. Privileges are Ooh. earned. You inherit the guarantee. That you get to sit back and think whether this man is in the right or is in the wrong while you're still in conversation with him. Wow. Our flight, <laughs> fight, freeze response immediately kicks in. That's not even like, and, and that's the fucked up part. Like, I could explain, 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 explain till I'm blue in the face and just keep trying to get you to understand how fucked up it is. But, okay, here's a joke too. Here, here's a joke to just explain how the dichotomy of it all, right? So, like, you'll see. Right, sorry, yeah. Like, no, this, when, I, when, I I'm, when I'm emotional, when I'm emotional, I get like that, right? So, check me out. But we usually be like, damn, man, white people still like playing that Nelly shit when you go out to the club and shit. Like, that's just a small. It's related. Cause catch this much. Everything that we've been talking about today, everything that we tripping over, it's clash of culture. Mm -hmm. Our culture. Your culture, your culture, your culture, it may all change. You don't know, right? But going back to the analogy about like, damn, they still getting down to hot in here and shit, right? That's because our reality, our culture is so fucking filtered before it gets to them that they have no way to be compassionate. They just don't know as it happens. And for the parts of us that they do see, and no, this ain't me going on my Bill Cosby, yo, we need to take care of our dirty laundry before, no. But the reality of what they see of us usually is in the entertainment. It's not about what we doing at home. It's not about our straight A kids. It's not about our well-behaved children who ain't never fucked up and then got right. They just been right the whole time. Their reality of what they see of us is the fucking news. When you see That's true. 13 year old boy gunned mm -hmm. down by a 15 year old boy in Cleveland's East Side. Then you see three little black girls Bodies found on Hayden and Shaw, mm. murdered by Michael Madison. That motherfucker was doing work in a house next to mine. Man, I, I didn't even Madison. know. I look out one night, you know, like when the power grout, you see your neighbors yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, this yeah. is when I was still living in EC. Go outside, he come out, because I never forget a face, but a name that's different. He come out, I'm like, damn, man, your power out too? I'm looking down the street, damn, uh, all right, everybody shit out. That motherfucker just go, uh. Hop on his bike, hit the way down, right? So I'm like, that's weird, but then I, I guess you don't really owe me conversation. This motherfucker, weird shit just be happening all around everywhere, right? In the black reality, in the black community. But when you turn on your local news, when you really want to learn about what's happening in the community, mm -hmm. stupid ass news want to tell you about some fucking otter, a fucking <laughs> ferret, or some dog, or some shit. 
You never see about how fucked up the school system is. Nope. You never get to see about how fucked up food deserts. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. we don't even really have a grocery store. Oh, yeah, grocery, way, grocery Flint store. still has shitty water. And that shit could be fixed. These are things that we know about that could be taken care of by those who do have power, by those who do have wealth and have knowledge. But meanwhile, like you said, divide and conquer, we just too busy talking about, ah, fuck you because you vote Trump. Ah, fuck you because you this. Ah, you a crib. Ah, you a blood. All this other shit. But look at this, though. We are human right the fuck now. Don't care where we came from. God, no God. Buddha, no Buddha. That shit don't matter. I'm right here right now. And while I'm in your face, as long as I'm respecting you, as long as you respecting me, we should be able to be fine. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you want to bring that bullshit into this conversation, we're going to have a fucking problem. We're going to have a misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. I don't have no issue with no group of people. I have have no issue issue with any group of people just because (laughs) they have been grouped together and been explained to me by other people that this is what these people do. Mm-hmm. White people are this and they think that about you. Black people are this and they think this about you. Yep. East side niggas is this and they think this about your south side ass. West side niggas is weird and whatever the fuck it might West be, right? Is weird. But no, no, no. I'm, weird, I'm telling you. I'm telling you what the fight. difference is with me. All that shit is 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 white noise. All that shit is just fuzzy signal. It don't fucking matter. The right. thing is this. As long as we can respect each other and be cool, yeah. I'm cool. Yep. If you disrespect me, that's not on all white people. That's, that's right. on your dumb ass. Right. If disrespect you disrespect, disrespect me, that's not on all black people. That's on your dumb ass. Right. Now, that's not going to turn me away from going and fucking with other black people or white people. That's right. Love is the law. Love is the answer. As long as you got love, as long as you got respect, you could do something. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get to doing that dumb shit, and I'm well within my right to slap the piss out you. <laughs> that's right. Guess <laughs> what? Amen. You done broke you the universal fucking law. Due to some violent content. Tino pardon, man. So, yeah, man. Tino, Tino, that's why I asked Tino to come on the come show, on, man. Because I because I knew <laughs> I was going to get that. Okay? But I, 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 def, I see something in front of me that I want to ask. I want to ask anybody that wants to be involved about it. So, I see the list of people that are watching right now, live. Mm-hmm. And one name stands out in particular. It's my mom's. Oh. My hey. mom, my mother's watching right now. Hey, Mama uh, Vegas. Okay. Hey now, when Welcome. I talk to my mom, we we talk, you know, pretty frequently. You know, as mother and son do. But when when we get off the phone, we make it a point to say I love you, and the I love you is not more so a form of affection. We don't know if it's the last time I'm gonna get to say that. Yeah. Right. As a as a black man. My mother has to worry about me every time I leave the house. Mm-hmm. As a black man, she has to worry about me when I'm in the house. Yeah, that's that, that's the thing. Okay, yeah. okay. So that's something exactly. That's something that that's something that another culture may not understand. You know, and I'm not saying, and I'm not, and I'm not saying it. You know that shitty bullshit doesn't happen everywhere, but. When I if I if I was to call my mother right now and I say, Hey ma, I'm about to leave the radio station, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop by the store and I'm gonna go home, she's gonna tell me, be careful, be safe. Mm-hmm. You know? Why 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 does a mother of a grown man that that's I, I stay out of shit, I stay to myself. You know what I'm saying? I stay in the house most of the time. You know, but 
Why does the mother of a grown man Except for several husbands in the air now hey. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't hear that mama You did not hear that But I say that facetiously He don't be doing that for real but <laughs> He don't be doing that for real That's just, that, like, that's just, that's just for the cameras mom He Under- don't do that <laughs> understand, But understand what I'm, what, what I'm getting at You know and, and, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a white family for the most part i can't speak for all white people because because there are there are you know white people that go through the same struggles but what i'm saying is if you if you were to call your mom mm-hmm. or you were to call your mom and just say hey you know what are you doing today oh i'm going to the i'm going shopping and i'll be back they like, oh, okay don't spend too much uh you know don't act great or whatever my mother his mom his mom maybe even her mom his mom goatee's mom be careful be safe you know and and it's in her mind it's in her mind until she talks to me again that there's a possibility that something could happen to me mm-hmm. when i was 19 i was out playing football and my shirt got ripped my mom was sleep on the couch she probably i don't know if she remembers this or not but she had fell asleep on the couch watching tv mm-hmm. and i came in and i got this ripped shirt and my mom jumped to her feet and said oh my god you got jumped and I like froze. I said, "No, I was playing football. My shirt got oh." And the look on her face was a was it was it went from fear to relief. Like you you wake up and you see this, and the first thing that you think is that something happened. Man, you understand what I'm saying? You go in, you go in, James. You go out and you play football. And you come in with a ripped shirt. What happened to you? Probably what were you doing? Now I gotta buy another shirt. My dad would be like, did you hurt him bad, son? Yeah, dad. Okay. <laughs> but you understand that that's so different. Like, so when I see, when I'm looking and I see my mom and, and, I, and I see her watching and everything and, I, and I, I know what goes through her head when I, leave the, when I leave the house, when I'm in the streets, when I'm at work, you know, sometimes I have to call my mom in the middle of the day just to let her know, like, everything's cool. I still hate my job, but everything's cool, <laughs> you know. Supervisor, like really? <laughs> like any, anytime I call my mom, like my mom lives in Michigan, so like anytime I call her, it's always been, "Hey, mom, I love you." It's not like him. Anytime he calls right. his mom, "Hey, mom, I love you." Now mine is just a normal you just reaction. Said the same thing, but two right. But it has but two totally different, different meaning than yeah. mine does. Yeah. Mine is, "Hey, mom, I love you. I hope you have a great day." His is my his is. I'm safe. I love in you. Case, in I'm case safe. I never get to see you again, exactly. Just know that I loved you. The last time I talked to you, I told you that I loved you. Mm-hmm. But that's that's the sad thing about it is that that's he terrible. says he loves his mom because his mom's a fear for his life. Mm-hmm. I say I love my mom because it's affectionate. Right. And, and that's the yeah, difference between me in. and him. <laughs> and it shouldn't be the difference between me and him. Right. Yeah. His love for his mom should be the same as mine for my mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. One thing that made it very clear to me, uh, the same thought and going back to your traffic story, for a long time, I didn't have a driver's license. I was driving dirty for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I was. She was was riding dirty. And my man, uh, who is a black man, okay, had the car in his name. I literally got pulled over once every month or once every other month. It has been three years and some change with the car under Maria Torres. I have not been pulled over for a thing. And none of the times I was pulled over was for anything. 
I never got a, I've never had a speeding ticket. I've never started an accident. They pulled me over because they said my plate was crooked on the back and I didn't have it on the front uh, mounted right. Oh, what, what, what was your name? And then as soon as they pull up in the window, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, your brother's in law enforcement. All right, have a great day. But I literally got pulled over all the time. And then it hit me. I'm driving, I'm like, I ain't had a ticket in a minute. I ain't been pulled over in a long time. <laughs> he turns and looks at me, he goes, because when they run your plate, it says Maria Torres now. Okay, it don't say my name. You know, gotta remember, they looking. They run that plate behind you. It doesn't and, say Devontae's Freeman. Right. Right. I'm just, right. I'm just throwing so the name they, up. They, right. they pull up and they see this. Slickety black. That's not what they were expecting. So those people, people really don't realize. Like when people are driving in their vehicles, they really are extra nervous. Like they might really just be looking to see yeah. what colors in the car. They might have just ran my plate and found out that I'm driving the car of somebody who happens to be of a certain demographic mm -hmm. and pull me over because quotas do. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's the way of the world, it's the way now, we live. Now besides besides that, now we me me myself, I have a excellent driving record. I don't I don't have any tickets. Mm -hmm. I get my insurance is low. Like I me too. I'm on the road. But every time I pull up to a stoplight and a cop pulls up behind me, that chill. I'm <laughs> I'm 10 and 2. That, I'm 10 and 2. That you know, I ain't did nothing. Okay? I ain't got no warrants. I ain't never been to jail. You know, nothing like that. You know, but I'm straight because I don't even want you fucking with me. Like, I ain't did nothing, and I know mm. that you ain't got nothing on me, but I don't even want you fucking with me because I don't want you to give a... I don't, I don't want to give you a reason to do anything. The, mov right. the movie Queen and Slim shook me to the core. If you've ever seen that movie, if anybody's ever seen that movie, this man was on a date with the, with the chick. They got the plan around in the car and he swerved in front of a cop. Cop pulled him over. Cop was extremely racist from the jump and ends up shooting his date. She didn't kill her. He shot her in the leg. He tussled with the cop and mistakenly the gun went off and the cop died. Hmm. They went on the run because they killed a cop. Nobody would believe his story. Nobody would believe his story that he didn't do anything. He was tossed. In the end, when they thought when they thought that they were going to get to tell their story, when they thought that maybe somehow we're going to get through this, both of them were killed by police. Okay? His they they were killed together. But over nothing, over me playing with you, and you play it back, right. and I'm having to swerve. Right, that's crazy. Oh my god. That if you've ever, if you've never seen that movie, like it shook me to the core because it showed me that I don't have to actually be doing anything, okay? But if in your eyes I'm already guilty, I'm fucked. And that's so the difference. That's why I can't watch TV or movies or anything like that. Like I'm highly sensitive to every side of every every possible sided dice you can think of. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not just binary of true or false, this or that, could be, could not be. Like everything is so multifaceted, everything is so connected, everything is so related. I can't watch shit like that because I know how that's gonna trigger me, right? Mm -hmm. But even in movies, even in real life, cop didn't kill him. That was an idea. That was a mentality. 
let me say something clear and explicit, and I'm going to be as detailed as I possibly can, just so you really get the point of where I'm going with this. Hold on, before you do, don't hold the thought. <laughs> it's Goldie, quick, though. Goldie, how much time we got? <laughs> yeah. 13, okay. right? I can condense right. it. I need, I, check, I, I need you game. to take three. Check game. I can take a minute and a half. <laughs> if you are a police that. officer and you come to my house, for whatever reason, I broke some law that I'm not even polished up on. I don't know what's going on. I just see your badge. You got a hot head, I got a hot head, and I kill you, right? Whatever I'm killing you for, I didn't kill it. I didn't kill your motivation. And even if I kill you and I get away with it and I go somewhere else and I do it again, it's still the idea that that policeman was following that came to me. So the thing is this, as far as racism, you kill a racist, you don't kill the idea of racism. Mm -hmm. It still continues. It's not even about the person that you see. It's not even about the institution that you work at, which, by the way, I've had a boss tell me, you know, inmates can't run the asylum when I asked for a promotion, when I wanted to be a supervisor. And they oh got his God. bitch ass fired anyway. But <laughs> you can get rid of people, but ideas and cultures, that's the issue. Feel how you feel about Trump being the president. He's doing nothing but echoing an idea. Feel how you feel about police brutality. They're doing nothing but carrying out an idea. That's that's really what it comes down to. So how do and you as long an as idea? they feel like it's so, how do you kill an idea? How do you kill an idea? Make that shit jake as fuck. To who? Yeah. To who? To everybody. Well, that's, make no, because listen, the how, do, how do you birth an idea? You make it cool, right? Think about it. Wrestling became cool. That's why you wanted to be in it. Hip hop was cool. That's why I wanted to be a part of it. If those things hadn't been created, I don't know what I would be doing. But those things resonated with me. That's why I tapped onto them. Mm -hmm. So okay. if we could kill the idea of racism, like all that radical shit, people talking about kill racists, they ain't going to do nothing but just dog whistle to the, yeah, like, it's only going to make them want to kill more. They got to be like, like, be like yeah. dude, are you still racist, really? Yeah, you got to be like, man, that shit, Jake, is, fuck, that shit corny as fuck. That shit's laid out. And you know, that you know what, Tino? I think the problem is, I think the, I think the problem is we see it, but the people around them don't think that it's Jake as fuck. So we got to... We got to get the people around them cause, because people, people are products of their environment, mm -hmm. right? In whatever environment you are. Yeah. Okay. So if, if we're saying it's just like hip hop, James, you like hip hop? Yes. You like it over rock music? Oh, yeah. Okay. My, my point was, okay. Call her in a second. But my point was, you know, if every, if we're telling you, if I tell you, Tino, Hello? that racism sucks, <laughs> but then everybody that's close to you is like nah this is the shit this is what we're doing which way are you gonna sway me fuck y'all right because <laughs> that shit don't resonate with that you. shit is whack Call i know that i know that this idea is leaving other people <laughs> fucked up and hurt Okay. And in my spirit, we I can't let callers. that happen. Right. So no, two me, I'm branching. Y'all do y'all. That's Hello. why it's billions of people in the world. Hello. I don't got to do exactly is, uh, like you do. Okay. Caller, who's on the line? I'd just like to get my view on some of this stuff. Who are we talking to? What's your name? James. Harold uh, HL. Oh, we got HL and we got James on the line. What's up, HL, man? HL, what's up, dude? Not, not much. Not hey, much guys. Guys. How are you? We're good, man. We're good. Wonderful. Hey, I, here, here's the thing, and I'm, 
<laughs> I, I had a theory on this before, and then the more I sat here in the car as I was listening to you talk, I knew I was totally wrong. I'm going to tell you where I was at before this. How are you doing, James and everyone? What's up, man? Yeah. Go ahead, okay, HL. White, white, white people do have discrimination, but it's usually over things that are in their control. And it's usually by other white people. So the more that I thought about it, technically that's not really discrimination. That's just a bunch of white people being assholes. <laughs> right? It's, it's a product of your environment. I mean, it's the people that are around you. That's the way I look at it. That's good. Right. I mean, I, I'm, everybody knows me that, you know, you, three of you guys know me up here. I'm a mayor right. of a small town in central Ohio. Back in the day when I was a kid growing up in that town, it was known that if you were black, Mexican, whatever race that you were, you did not come to that town because you probably would not leave that town. And that's sad. And, I mean, that, that's gospel. I mean, that's just the way it was back then. But Lex can tell you this. James can tell you this. Those people absolutely love them when they come there to put on a show. What they said when they weren't putting on a show, I have no idea. But, I mean, I, I think that we have come a long ways as a society, but we have a hell of a long way to go here. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. very and, much so. And HL, what you can attest to is that, you know, if if you can attest this, James can attest to this. Like, I I love Marion, you know, but regardless of the 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 stigma of of Marion, I've everything like the the festivals that you guys have asked me to be a part of. The you know what I'm saying anything right. about the community, I've been there. You know, and and I and I and I come down there. I come down there early before the shows, and I and I politic with the people because it's it's my beef. We, we got some separate things going on, but my beef is not with Marion because Marion is never like they haven't shown me mm -hmm. their colors. If if they're there, they've always treated me like, hey, we, we like you. You're cool. You're you're, you're cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I give people the benefit of the doubt until they change my mind, until they show me otherwise. You know, so, yeah, a lot of things I've heard. I've heard a lot of the, the stigma about Marion, but it hasn't been shown to me from the majority. Right. It's been shown by a few, and that's not even an issue right now. But uh, from the majority, from the city, I haven't come to the city and, and felt like, oh, you know, I don't you belong, don't belong here. right. I mean, and that, until you're exposed to culture as a white person, you really don't know. When you grow up in a little rural town that, you know, that it's just for white people, you don't know. And I, I, mm -hmm. have, I have black cousins on a suburb of Chicago. And let me tell you, I had to go spend a couple summers with them. And let me tell you what, I got my ass beat every day that I was with them. You know why? <laughs> I was the minority there. I got my I, and God love them because because them I learned how to fight and defend myself. Absolutely. But you know what I mean? I, I I had just a little taste of that and I didn't like it. So I, I know where you guys are coming from. Not not even close to know where you guys are coming from. <laughs> Well, but what what what's I'm messed up is every, everybody's not that way. Some people are trying, even though we we, we know no we know that H L. We know that that's not even an issue. H well, you know what's, that's not an issue. What's the what the wrong thing is there? H L is I got ousted from Saul because my association with Lex. Wow. That's trash. Yes, because I'm yeah, friends with Lex well, Jackson you know, and Carter and those guys. I got kicked out of Saul. All because well, of my association with them. What? Nah, that's all. That's you know, a whole other topic. I, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know who. 
I don't know who made those decisions. I don't. Hey, HL, that's because not e that's not even stuff. your fight, man. So it's not even it's not even worth getting no, into no, right no, now. That's what I'm saying. When, when this stuff come out, it was time for me to walk away. Absolutely. Right. So HL, and, I, and I, I, I hate to cut you off, HL, but like we're we're literally like in the last like 60 seconds of the show. Uh, so it, and no, I don't it, want you to get it, cut it, off. It, it was good. It, it it was good talking to you guys. Keep up the good fight and. I'll talk to you later. Absolutely, man. I'll be in contact, man. Keep you it know, up, I'm buddy. We'll talk to you soon. So, uh, wrapping up right, real quick. Wrapping up real quick. I just <laughs> want to uh, give everybody a chance, like, just if you got anything that you want to say, if you want to throw something out, if you if, if you got something that's on your mind, like, and you can keep it within a good 20, 30 seconds, Tino. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, uh, this is the time yeah, before I'm, we wrap I'm it up. Otherwise, time. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. So, uh, we'll just go down the line. So, I'll start with you, Ryan. <laughs> Keeps calling me Ryan, but I go by Waverly West I'm, Wave on the West West side. Wave, 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 Wave. 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 I'm gonna call you Ryan. All right. Um, Government hey, names look, all around. We uh, <laughs> we got a lot day. more to go. You can follow me anywhere at Waverly West. Um, that's with L E E at the end. But first, please arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. <laughs> you had to do it, My name is yes. Tino Black. I ask that everyone love themselves and love those around them, and show your level of self-respect by respecting everywhere that you go. All right. My name's James Miller. Go by James Lethal, whatever you want to call me. I just want to thank everybody for letting us come here. And I got to give a shout out to some uh, uh, one of my family friends who passed away last weekend. Uh, Rob Cottingham, I'm with you, buddy. Condolences. You see you this weekend. All right, man, this dude's from the Deuce and Tika YouTube channel. Y'all stop worrying about what a WAP is. It means what about prosecution <laughs> for Breonna Taylor? Let's go. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> Hey, Ramona Stacks here. As usual on Saturdays, it was a real good conversation today. Glad everybody was able to tune in. Uh, just love each other. Love yourself. Love each other. Amen. Be respectful to others and, and treat those as you would like to be treated. Arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Yes, sir. And arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. And if nobody has said it, you know, since we've, since we've been here, arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. <laughs> it's your boy Lex Vegas, we man. Thank everybody. you again for Juke Radio, uh, for having us on We Up Radio. We love you guys, man. Goldie, thank you for everything that you've been doing since we've been, you know what I'm saying? It's been another great roundtable. Thank you for everybody that's tuned in and everything. Um, and we'll see you next time. I'm pretty sure there'll be a next time. <laughs> Incorporated, stay joking the conversation. I'm looking for occupation.